Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Introducing a new incarnation of world-renowned spiritual teachings, Higher Balance Dojo. Dojo is Higher Balance's latest digital training membership. Inside the Dojo studio, you'll find loads of curated content, handpicked and organized to help you learn the most important lessons and techniques that are guaranteed to bring about spiritual transformation initiate real mystical experiences, and inspire you to reach ever-increasing new heights on your journey to spiritual awakening. Sign up for a $1 trial to Higher Balance Dojo now and experience it for yourself by visiting hbidojo.com. That's h-b-i-d-o-j-o.com. In this clip, Eric debunks the common myth that high achievers have something not attainable by others and brings to light what he calls the activation point. Discover how anyone can harness a deeper level of willpower and focus through motivation. Enjoy. To see more and get a link to access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash EJP session 25. I was looking at, um, I think it's like bacteria and you know, the, the thing about bacteria that I always find most interesting, and I've talked about this years ago. Okay. Is that, um, the human body I believe for every cell we have, it's nine cells are bacteria. One is actually human. So that you're 90% made of a foreign material, basically not human, genetically speaking, and that the, the 10% remaining is actually human. And the, the, the thought that I was having that I wanted to kind of share was, you can hear my, my thought process on this. Okay. And just, this is just kind of neither here nor there. It's just something for you to chew on. Okay. When you, when you look at bacteria in a Petri jar, you find that that two different kinds of bacteria will fight until one dominates the other. The other thing that, that I find interesting is, is that if there's three they, they will either join one that they are more preferable with, and then they will combat the third as a team or whichever is the greater foe to them, they will join the other side. The other thing is very interesting. If they're in a, in a battle fighting between two and they know they can't win or they think they can't win, they actually befriend them so that they can kind of coexist and work together. And I find it ironically, you know, amazing when you look at human beings that, that what you see in this, this Petri dish of bacteria that when you look at the greater aspect of human life and how we relate to things, it's very interesting because it's, it's very much the same way in certain ways. We think of ourselves as being very complex, but here's the thing. If we're 90% made out of bacteria, then maybe the bacteria is calling the shots 
over that 10% of what's real. Now, here, here's where it gets even more interesting, okay? Here we have what we call the babbler, and we have the mind. And I always say to you, you're the mind. You're not really the babbler. The babbler is the machine. The babbler is the body. The body is what sells. Think about this. If 90% was a collective consciousness of foreign material that was cohesively working together to control or dominate the minority, the 10%. You following me? It's, it's just a very interesting thing to consider that your, your mind or the babbler or the talker in you that you often want silent, that you often want to not make you make choices or to do things that you may not necessarily agree or disagree with or certain things having an influence over you. The, the question is, is that what if this is contributing as a voice that's pretending to be you or has learned to mirror you or act like you? What if it developed enough of intelligence collectively the same way you do? What if, where, where's your intelligence? Think about this. Okay. So when we, we talk about the mind and we talk about the babbler, and we talk about that battle of, of trying to take control so you can have a higher consciousness. It's interesting if you were to look at that inside of yourself and say, I now have a, a, not necessarily a name for you, but an identity that I could relate to with, that, that I can identify. That, that if 90% of the cells in my body are made out of foreign, alien, bacterium, intelligence, that leaves me with 10%. But I find that fascinating. And it's, it's always interesting because there's always that, that battle for, for your mind versus the babbler and trying to contain those things and trying to rise above that to be at this higher level while something's always trying to earth you out and bring you down or whatever. So it's, it's worth almost an investigation of bacteria in your private time. And just, just to look at, don't, don't take it like seriously serious, but I'm just saying it's, it's very interesting. It's just a hypothesis that I'm playing around with, you know, and it's just loose thought, but I thought I'd shoot it past you guys for something to consider. You know, the more that we understand the biological nature of ourselves, the greater we can empower ourselves spiritually. Because the things that, that tend to grind, ground us down or to, to lead us away from our spiritually are often the anchors that are based in, in life or organicness usually is what's in contradiction often to where, where we want to be spiritually. So the, the other thing I wanted to, to talk about was meditation. This is the other thing I've been, been kicking around, you know, because the last few times I'm like, you know, I tell everybody meditation, meditation, meditation is the, the place that you want to always maintain. Once you lose your, your groove for your meditation, it's usually a, a out-of-control spiral, okay? And I thought, you know, what, what can I say that I maybe haven't explained enough to make everybody like, you know what? Wow, that was a, a very good point, you know? And he said it in so many ways before, but, but this, is a, this is why I beat things into the ground because sooner or later, something sticks, you know? Like, throw shit. Something's got to stick, you know? And... You know, I often say the, 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 well, two things I'm going to share. Okay. One is let's talk about another approach to the babbler. 
because we know ultimately that is your 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 yang to your yin. It's the ultimate warrior to challenge you. That's that's really the truth. Your your babbler, your organic self, your bacterium self that has mastered you. That that seems to run you ninety percent of the day. Ironically is this dark ninja that you're always in this universal battle with. And one thing I always say is to, to, is to just forget stuff, to, 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 to dismiss stuff or to ignore it or to whatever. And what I want to say is that sometimes just a word that's essentially trying to say the same thing, but it's a different meaning slightly to it can have a more impactful use to you. And I've been observing myself saying, well, what, what do I do when I go to this place it's, that gives me the edge that I, I feel that I have? And I just don't, I don't care. It, now, now, literally, what does that mean? It means that when I think about an issue or issue arises, I just tell, I don't care. I really feel that. I don't, I don't care. If the house is burning down, I don't care. If it's a financial issue stressing me, I don't care. This is, this is my time. I don't care. So it's not about I'll come to you later or I'll deal with it later. You know, it'll still be there. I'm going to take a time out. I just don't. I, what's more important to me is that time that I shut down, that time that I disconnect because it has a very, very important purpose. And I'm trying to be and something's trying to rob me of that in you. So when you say in your mind, I don't care. Like literally scream all you want. I don't care. I don't care how important it is. I don't care what it's about. I don't care what the issue is. It's irrelevant. I don't care. And just detach from it. Now, it's not bulletproof. Nothing is. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a badass dark ninja to, to battle you in every step of your mind. Okay. But for whatever reason, I realize that that's what I do. I just, I just basically, I don't care if it's, if it's approaching, I just like, I don't care. I don't give a shit what it is. I just don't care. Think about that. Chew on that. The other thing is, you know, because I tell people all the time, meditation, meditation, you know, why is it so important compared to the in-between? Why is it so important compared to using the voice? Why is it so important to, to use or develop more than telepathy or, or psychometry or any of those things? Why, 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 why? And here's the answer. All of those skills are great, but the vast majority of them will never be mastered unless you learn to master one thing. And the only place to master that is in meditation. Whenever you're able to hold moments, that could be tenths of a second, seconds, minutes, if you're lucky, on and off, a minute here, 20 seconds there, those moments are empowering you. You're actually learning a discipline which is more useful than anything in your life. And that's focus. You're really learning to train yourself to really have the highest level of discipline and focus. It, it just simply comes out and you don't realize it. But whenever you apply yourself to a task or a challenge in life, monetarily wise, business wise, personally wise, therapeutically wise, if you so choose to, to put your mind on something, you have the ability to literally master it because that level of discipline that you practice every day 
isn't one trick pony. It's, it's not one thing. It's actually will induce to any one thing that you choose to give 100% to. Remember, your mind can't think about anything than one subject at a time. So, and I've taught you guys this, that, that we think we multitask, but we don't. We stop one thought, we move to the other. We stop that thought, we go back. But we try to jump around, okay, which makes it look like we're multitasking. When in truth, we're focused only on one thing at a time, okay? Now, how fast you jump around may define the spread of that. But here's the thing. The only way against, that's the natural way to jump around, Okay. The only way that you're going to, to master something is to be able to have the ability to just focus on it intensely. That means all the computing power, instead of it just starting to rev up and then stops and you have to switch gears to another one, rev up, stop, come down, go to another one, rev up, stop. Okay. Or how far you can mentally think about something before you get exhausted or before your mind starts to wander. Like when you're reading a book or something you don't want to do or yada, yada, yada. This is why so many people say that our dedicated meditations do much better in college, in medical school, in, in different fields. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of scientists meditate. Uh, it just goes on and on. It's because of the ability to go a further distance with your mental processing, and it allows the amperage of your processing unit, your CPU in your brain, to actually start calculating at higher levels to create better functioning and reasoning abilities for better outcome for you. So as a creative person, much better. As a thinking logical person, better. As a strategist for a business or your personal life, much better. The, the level of, of advancement that you have, the advantage you have is, is, in my opinion, huge compared to someone who does not meditate and does not have that ability to work on their, their focus. You don't work on a thing. You work on nothing, but nothing is something. And I've said this a million times. So when you work on telepathy or you work on psychic phenomena or you work on spiritualness or you work on healing, the quality of your execution of your skill is going to be based on the ability of how well you can focus your consciousness on the task that you've given yourself. And what people don't realize is, is that as soon as you do a task 10 to 1, your minds are already jumping. You're just not realizing the babbler is running in your day-to-day -day tasks. So the more that you meditate, it's not to say the babbler is not there. It's to say that you actually probably have longer and longer amounts of, of thought that are dedicated to what you're doing versus shorter amounts that are constantly in and out until eventually you think you got something accomplished. You probably could have done it half the time or a quarter of time if you stretched the amount of times without letting your mind be distracted. And the awareness that it's happening at first, you'll drive yourself crazy, which I'm sure all of you guys have already with the eyes and different stuff. But eventually you, you, you grow more immune to that. And it becomes one of those things where I don't care. And that's the point where you start to become even more and more and more focused. A lot of people are always curious about how my mind works or how I do certain things. When I need to get serious, I can get real fucking serious. And oftentimes I can do four or five, 10 different things, but I'm very disciplined. I've always got my mind on the one thing I really want to do. And that's because somehow I've, I've got this skill to organize things. Putting your spiritual knowledge into practice makes all the difference on the path to becoming one with the universe. But there is a power when we gather and practice together, which is why Eric is teaching a live two hour class every month. You'll learn new techniques, 
practice and connect with the Higher Balance community and create a tuning fork effect that resonates and creates a ripple effect on you for the rest of the month. To access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash Eric Pepin live.